Hello, everyone, and welcome or welcome back to Tech Unraveled, brought to you by Vistacom, where we unravel the AV industry. Uh, we go beyond the buzzwords here, getting real and dirty with experts and thought leaders from a wide variety of sectors within Pro AV. I'm Josh Herring, Marketing Communications Specialist with Vistacom. And I'm Leanna Russell, Vistacom Sales and Marketing Manager. And I'm really excited to share with you all today our episode. But first, Josh, have you heard the good news? What are you talking about? Well, a couple of things. But most excited is that today we were announced as Commercial Integrators Integrator of the Year. Yay, Vistacom. Congrats to our team. I just had to share yeah. the news because it speaks volumes to... Um, our team of uh, over 85 employees now and how hard they've worked um, the past few years and um, just the dedication and the quality job that they do. So I just wanted to give that quick yeah, shout out. This is really such a badge for them, that, that honor. So, yeah. It truly is. It truly is. And now that we mention it, we also just found out that we jumped up eight spots on SCN's top 50 list. So Vistacom is 27, which is also pretty impressive in my opinion. It's just a lot of great work going on in, in these halls and, and within Vistacom. So I'm just really proud to be Absolutely. I wanted to share that good news. Um, so anyway, today we have we are bringing to you the final installment of our special edition Tech Unraveled series that comes directly from Vistacom's annual Tech Expo. If you haven't already, make sure to go check out the first two parts that we did in this series because they were awesome, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Um, this series that we're doing, if you haven't been a part of it, is featuring our Tech Talks interviews um, that involves, for the very first time, exclusive sit-down conversations that we had with our platinum and gold manufacturer sponsors who are really subject matter experts in their fields at the Tech Expo. Yeah. So, okay. Anyone new to the Vistacom community, I said this before, but welcome again. Um, we're building this um, awesome, diverse community around us and um, I welcome you guys if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to Vistacom at all. Um, if you don't know, our annual Tech Expo that we hosted this year, um, it was really a fantastic gathering of not only our clients and our partners, but other networking peers as well. Um, we brought together more than 50 manufacturers who exhibited their latest and greatest technologies um, for 2022. Our theme this year was transforming your vision into reality. Um, we touched upon this before in our previous episodes, but um, it's uh, a really relevant team for really relevant theme for a lot of organizations today, really born out of um, the tired conversations about continuity planning and post-pandemic planning and, and moving on to prioritize actually building the future of our organizations uh, with technology. Um, so if you've never been or are curious about the Tech Expo, Definitely, you can stay up to date on our website. There's a new Tech Expo landing page right under our About Us section, so you can check out more there, as well as our social media feeds always. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that. Yeah, I, there's so many great things about our Tech Expo, but one of my favorite truly this year was sitting down with these um, these subject matter experts from our, our sponsors and 
getting a chance to dive deeper with them into some of the most relevant topics that are being talked about in the AV industry today. And this episode includes several of those, um, especially from um, leaders in this industry, those who have really paved the way and uh, worked really hard over the last few years to master the meeting experience and um, building and deploying technology that's all about visualizing dynamic content. And that's some of the, the topics we're going to get into in today's um, episode and um, really talk about how it covers a wide variety of the sectors in the market. Yes, definitely. Um, this episode, I'm super excited about all the all the parts of our Tech Talk series were great, but this one's really exciting. Um, okay, so Leanna is up first here with her interview with Chris Pileberg of PECSIP. Um, Chris really helps us understand the possibilities of video engagement um, with PECSIP's customizable, vir customizable virtual conferencing capabilities and video conferencing capabilities. Um, and they're really enabling true interop with Teams and WebEx, WebEx and so forth. Um, and they do that in a really highly secure and protected way for your digital infrastructure um, without sacrificing flexibility, um, which can a lot of time that, that whole phrase there, you know, customizable virtual conferencing, video conferencing, interoperability in a secure way for your digital infrastructure. A lot of time can be a huge headache for both the integrator and the end user as well and, and anybody involved in the process in between. So, um, okay, with that said, let's go check it out. Hey everyone, Leanna Russell here live at the Tech Talks at the Vistacom Tech Expo. And here with me is Chris Kyleberg, the Solutions Engineer from Pexip. Thanks for joining me, Chris. Absolutely, it's great to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So Pexip's showing quite a lot this year at the Expo. Tell me a little bit more about what you have over at your booth. Yeah, absolutely. So we're really focused on three main areas today for uh, the demo here at the Tech Expo. And so you know we're starting to really around our connected spaces. And so our connected spaces is those highly customizable, you know, PEXIP virtual meeting rooms, but also our Microsoft Teams interop and our Google interop. Um, and so what we're really showcasing around, you know, those particular uh, meeting platforms is we're showing some of the new stuff that we've introduced with Microsoft Teams interop. And so we're showing some new layouts, some of the new conference indicators around, you know, transcription and, and your lobby access, um, and also like our dual screen mode. Um, and it's something that I think is really neat is, uh, you know, coming in tech preview for V30, um, we're actually taking uh, that meeting experience that you would see on your uh, legacy kind of video conferencing units and making it to a more Microsoft Teams native feel. So think about it, you know, as, as you're kind of you know, used to what you see on your Teams client, we're kind of mirroring that and putting that onto your video conferencing systems. Um, so I think that's going to give, you know, a really uh, interesting take on how uh, when users come into the meeting room, it just things just feel native to them. Um, and then our second, you know, kind of focus area that we're on is really talking about our secured spaces. And so, you know, at PECSIP, we, we look at, you know, security as something that we really take to heart. It is our priority. And so when you think about, you know, your um, secured spaces, we can actually uh, take that to a point of maybe limiting or fully removing the access to the Internet, but you still maintain that control over your data. Any sensitive data is still within your control. Um, what that really allows is for organizations, you know, to be compliant with data, data sovereignty laws. 
uh, and regulations that maybe say, you know, we've got to uh, have our storage in a specific location. Um, we maintain that security posture of the organization. Um, and then finally, you know, when we, we kind of talk about our secure spaces, as PECSIP looks at that as, you know, our priority, it really shows with our compliance around GDPR, ISO 27001, and, you know, highly, uh, you know, um, highly measured certifications for our military. So you think about, you know, JITIC, uh, FIPS 140-2, and our 508 compliance. And then finally, we're, you know, looking at video innovation. And so video innovation, um, you know, people look at innovation in a lot of different ways. Um, I think people think of innovation, they think of what's that new flashy product, you know, you have. For sure. um, but innovation can also be about, you know, a different way of thinking, or a different way of engaging with people. And I see what you're starting to see now is, you know, the, the days of kind of traditional telephones, maybe going to a web page, are changing. And people are wanting more of an interaction, kind of like we're having now, that face-to-face. And so what, what we're doing is we're saying, hey, let Pexit be that video engine and help power your workflows um, and, and bring video into those. So, you know, we're not trying to really make, make a drastic change but saying, hey, operate kind of the same way you were, but let's add that video component into it. Um, and then things through like uh, what we have with Pexit Engage is we're bringing a very intuitive, user-friendly scheduling platform. And what's nice about that is we're, we're making that... Um, interface a little bit more intuitive for the user so saying hey i want to schedule maybe an appointment with you prior to showing up at the shop so we can have that video engagement together um and then we're still you know bringing in that video component of those highly you know uh, quality based meetings from Pexit. right um so that's kind of what, you know what we're focusing on uh during the trade show this today yeah i've been recently very impressed with all the innovation coming out of Pexip and Something recently that Visticom has specifically engaged with Pexib a lot on is your patient healthcare offering and how you've been really paying close attention to the patient experience. Can you talk about what you guys are doing in that space? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, one of the things that we've really put a lot of focus on to recently is, is you know, a redevelopment of our web app. And so what we've brought is we're bringing in uh, what we call web app three. And it's really a new look and feel to that experience. Um, and and to, to kind of add on to that, we're also bringing in um, what we call like a pre-flight check. So you think about, you know, the provider comes in, is their audio and video, you know, enabled. But from the patient side, a lot of people aren't IT tech savvy people. They don't really know. So, you know, as that patient launches, you know, their video session, we're going to give them a pre-flight check. And that pre-flight check is going to be, hey, do you see yourself? We're going to provide that confirmation. Yes, I do see myself. Can you speak a few words? As they speak a few words back, we're going to play that audio back to them so we can make sure their microphone is enabled. Um, and, and that's really going to make sure, hey, when I get to this, you know, maybe patient to provider consultation, I know that video session is going to work. Um, what's really great about that as well is the same kind of, you know, look and feel that you were accustomed with Web App 2, where maybe you've brought in some plugins, you've got some customized branding. We're taking that and carrying it over into Web App 3, but giving it that new look and feel. Uh, which is going to kind of modernize, you know, that platform. I'd say bring it into like the 2020s, you know, and right. um, it, it's something I think that a lot of people will find, you know, uh, extremely neat about what we're doing with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. You guys have a lot of different integrations that are possible when you use Pexit. Are there some really interesting ones that you can think of that customers should be aware of? Yeah, so we recently completed our work with Genesis. And so Genesis is a contact center platform. Do you think about you know the traditional contact centers that you might you know call on your phone you would engage with an agent on we're bringing video into those and wow. so through that partnership 
um, you're going to start to see you know new ways of doing business. Right. Um, so as the you know the days that we talked about traditional telephony is there, we're going to now have that face-to-face -face interaction with that agent. Um, that's what's going to be really nice about that is not just with you know traditional maybe scheduling or billing that you're kind of used to or maybe booking your flight you know to come here. Um, we're starting to see growth in other areas. So you know organizations that need the queuing function or more robust metrics, um, they're starting to say, hey, how can I maximize my investment with a contact center platform? Um, and, and they're going to bring it into maybe you know certain clinical workflows where they want that queuing function, but I want that video engagement you know between the users. So um, that's a really interesting partnership that we have with them. We're actually going to be listed in their app foundry, uh, which is nice. So if you are consuming Genesis today or maybe you're a new customer, it's going to be very easy to bring Pexit into that uh, contact center and make them video powered. Um, I would say probably another one that we're really interested about is our uh, partnership with Language Lock. So you think about interpreted services. Um, you know, that's that's a need that we see as this kind of growing you know, world and everybody's traveling, you know, kind of all over the place. Um, you know, Language Line brings, you know, over 240 different languages, uh, you know, to, to a meeting platform if you need that interpreted services that are available 24 seven. Wow. Um, so I think, you know, as maybe a provider comes in and, and you know, is in a, uh, interfacing with a patient, that patient's you know native dialect may not be English, um, and you know they need their interpreted services, and they may not have staff you know located within their facility to handle that. So through that partnership and language line, we can easily bring them in and support that you know dialect of the of the patient. Um, so that's you know one thing that I think is is going to really be a game changer with a lot of people because that is a need that you see a lot within healthcare. Absolutely. And then I think finally, um, what we're really showing is, you know, we've, we've come out with our developer.pexit.com uh, portal. And so you, you might ask, you know, what, what is that? We, we saw a need for our developer community to say, you know, how do we really engage with each other? You know, I've, I've read your kind of documentation, but I need, you know, some maybe feedback. So that developer portal going live now is going to provide a pathway for that. So what we're end up doing is saying, you know, hey, we've, we've got some plugins that are available that, you know, maybe Pexit has. Uh, you know, wrote the code on, um, or you know, maybe it was somebody within the developer community wrote code. We're going to start sharing those within that developer portal, so you can find you know some custom plugins that you might use quite frequently. You know, maybe it's like a select part function or something like that. You're going to find that code on that developer portal and be able to easily bring that into your web app experience. Um, you know, we're also going to be storing documentation around our plugin libraries, around our PexRTC libraries. Um, which is going to be great because the PexRTC is going to be where we can really build that customized solution for your organization. Um, and then, you know, as we start to you know, mature that, we start to add more code snippets in. Uh, we start to add, you know, information around our integrations that we're doing. Uh, we're going to build out as a forum as well. So it's going to be a, uh, a very developer-focused forum where people can kind of maybe, you know, post some of their code. Maybe they want somebody, you know, exit to look at it. We'll be able to look at that, maybe make some suggestions on that code. We might even learn something too, you know. So I think that's going to be really Absolutely. neat. Yeah, that is going to be a very valuable tool for sure. Absolutely. I want to take a second and go back to something you said earlier uh, when you were talking about security. I know that when we talk about patients and the healthcare experience, uh, security and privacy are very, very important. So how do you guys address that in the healthcare industry? Yeah, you know, in, in like. Like you said, you know, we kind of touched on the secure spaces uh, portion of that, and that was really kind of, I would say, more tailored maybe to our federal customers uh, in a way. But when we look at things about how do you really protect the meetings, you know, from the from the healthcare perspective, 
is you know we're looking at things of like single sign-on into your you know virtual meeting rooms. So making sure that person that's entering that meeting is actually supposed to be in that meeting. Um, and we're bringing things like multi-factor authentication into that. Uh, and one of the things that I think is really neat is that we're bringing in end-to-end -end encryption, true end-to-end -end encryption to that patient to provide a consultation. So we are going to ensure that, you know, that session that is happening between that patient and provider is going to be secure. Um, and I think that's something, you know, that, that Hexit does take that, you know, into heart is we want to focus on our security. And we also want to make sure that we're flexible in the deployments around that. So you've seen the deployment, you know, models that you can consume it via on-premise. You can consume it, you know, maybe in a cloud of your choice or a hybrid model. We really want to make sure that we bring that security, but match the security posture of the organization. Right. Yeah, that's, that's very smart. Um, one last thing I want to touch on is that I recently heard of a new judicial type of workflow that Pexip has been going through. Vistacom has seen a lot of our clients in the judicial market recently, you know, come to us with a lot of upgrade needs. So talk to us about how Pexip can help in the judicial space. Yeah, absolutely. So, so this one's really neat. Um, I, I think, you know, when we looked at, you know, how do you really approach a judicial workflow? We wanted to build a, you know, a purpose-built solution for our judicial customers. Um, not something that, you know, we're making them kind of cater to our meeting platform, but something that was built for them. And I think, you know, where Pexip really uh, took that was more of a proactive approach instead of more of a reactive approach to it. So you think about, you know, when COVID hit, um, a lot of uh, you know, judicial organizations just said, hey, I need to bring video into the, into the courtroom. Um, and really didn't think a lot about, you know, is this video working for me? But as that matured, you started to see, well, how do I make video work in the virtual courtroom? You know, how do I um, really ensure that, you know, that communications and those proceedings are gonna be, you know, uh, taken into account for this, this virtual meeting? And Pexit did that. So, you know, we partnered with a lot of you know, judicial customers to make sure we understood what they needed, our, uh, what their needs were. And then we had that purpose-built solution just catered to them. Um, so I think that's something really neat. If you've not checked it out, I would highly suggest coming over to the booth. We've got a great video that shows you kind of step-by-step -step of everything from you know, entering the lobby, making sure that that entrance into the lobby is secure, uh, to the breakout rooms that we have, making sure that, you know, Parties are not being able to hear or see each other when they need that kind of segmentation that's there. Um, something really neat to check out. So I think that's, um, you know, it's going to be a game changer in a lot of ways for our judicial customers. And um, I, I think it just it shows you the possibility of, you know, what we can do with Pexip. Absolutely. I think everything that Pexip has been doing is right on with where we need to be uh, as, a, as a new hybrid world coming out of the pandemic. and. Um, so much exciting innovation coming from you guys. Vistacom has embarked on many cool projects with you already, and I'm really excited to see what else comes down the road. But thank you so much for giving us the time and being here today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. I've really enjoyed it. It's going to be a great show, and you know, everybody have fun. Fantastic. Enjoy the rest yep. of the show. Thank you. Thanks so much to Chris for sitting with me and talking all about Pexip's amazing innovations with video connectivity. I touched on it, but Pexip has truly been an integral partner for Vistacom on taking patient and practitioner communications to the next level in healthcare environments specifically recently. Next up with myself is one of our long-standing partners, Barco, featuring John Wheeler, who's just an amazing person. I thoroughly enjoyed this interview. Um, and he talks about how Barco has succeeded in control room visualization for almost 30 years. 
through just continuous innovation in both display technology and control. He also touches on the challenges of implementing control room solutions on the network, as well as how Barco's other business units are changing the game in virtual classroom engagement and for deploying enterprise-wide wireless meeting rooms. So let's see what we talked about. Hello everyone, Leanna Russell here, live at the Vistacom Tech Expo at the Tech Talk interviews. And here with me is John Wheeler, Senior Sales Engineer with Barco. Thanks for joining us, John. Thanks, Leanna. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. So we've worked a lot together already, um, and one of the areas we work most with you on is in our control room solutions. Absolutely. And Barco has been leading the way for many years. What has led to your success in the control room space? Well, Barco is the, uh, the only manufacturer that has consistently had 30 plus years of a dedicated control room division within the organization. So. Um, that's one of the primary reasons we've had so, so much success. The other one is continuing our innovation and uh, staying at, at the front forefront of uh, technology. For sure, Absolutely. for sure. What yep. kind of um, innovations are you all making in the control room space right now? So our, our latest one or our newest one is we have a new product coming out. Uh, can't really talk about it right now, but we have a new product coming out that's going to simplify our, our control room business, um, as well as our current product lines of a new product that just came out, which is TruePix. So it's an LED product. It's uh, innovative from the ground up. Barco has many patents of our own on there. And we, um, we redid the manufacturing line. So we have made the product our own from beginning to end, which is something that no, no other manufacturers currently do. Great. What else sets apart TruePix from some of the other LED solutions in so, the industry? Yeah, so TruePix was purpose built for the controllers. So typically in a controller, you have a dark environment, uh, low light, which in that case means you have to bring that direct view LED brightness down. Because you need to bring that brightness down, you need to make a purpose-built uh, LED product, which is what Barco has done. Um, primarily, a lot of our competition uses off the common off-the-shelf parts, um, where Barco has gone ahead and made everything from our, our sender box all the way through to our circuit boards. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, what um, type of trends are you seeing right now in the control room spaces? I know there's a lot of talk about um, some trending new things going on there. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, uh, control room specific is IT integration. So customers want to bring our control room product onto their network. Um, and when they want to do that, security becomes to the forefront. So we have to implement a lot of new security uh, protocols and parameters into our product, while at the same time making sure that we support our legacy products. So we can't go too far forward um, and forget about what we've already done. So it's, it's, a, it's a tight balance of making sure we do both sides, but I think we're doing it pretty well. I think so too. <laughs> uh, what else is new at the Tech Expo this year that you're showing at your booth? So this year, uh, so we have WeConnect. Uh, WeConnect is, is new to the Expo. Years past, um, we've had it. Uh, it's been one of those baby uh, products that we've been building upon, and now we're really bringing it out to shine. Uh, it's a virtual classroom where you can have hundreds of participants around the world onto many screens in a theater, and virtually you can teach them with an instructor or as a group. And I know a lot of talk has been around engagement right now, making sure that engagement is still at the forefront when you are conducting things virtually. So how does WeConnect accomplish that? Uh, WeConnect accomplishes it by making sure we can do polling. We can do questions and answers. It's, uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges we have is that, that uh, seeing eye to eye and the way that we're able to frame those people uh, are far, far 
our foreign participants, I should say. Right. Um, the way we're able to frame our foreign participants to where we see their face, and then we can see their name simply by looking up at a screen, um, as well as when we hear them speak in that theater, we, we can turn our head to that participant. Um, and they see us when we look at them, and uh, because we have cameras underneath one of those uh, monitors with them. That's very innovative, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So Barco's in a lot of areas. We talked about control rooms, virtual learning. I know you guys have a big play in just the, the general enterprise I workspace. Do. So what yeah. are you guys showing here today on that front? So on the enterprise side, we have a couple of items. So we're trying, showing our LED TruePix, which not just works in control rooms, but also the enterprise as well. Um, on top of that, we have ClickShare Conference. So ClickShare Conference is Barco's BYOD meeting device. Uh, it's the next generation of what ClickShare was, which was sharing your screen. Now we can bring our camera and microphone over a wireless USB connection to your laptop so you can bring your own meeting. So whether you're Microsoft Teams, Zoom, WebEx, or any other third-party meeting application, bring your laptop, bring your iPad, bring your Microsoft Surface, plug in the dongle, use our application, and, and use that camera and microphone in the room instead of trying to turn your laptop and saying, hey, everyone look at my camera here. Sure. Um, on top of that, we're also showing our PDS 4K, which is a presentation switcher. So a lot of what we're seeing now is customers want to do ultra widescreen, the 21.9s, the 32.9s, and the PDS 4K allows us to accomplish that by allowing uh, the presentation switching between multiple sources to multiple destinations and getting us uh, to that that destination for you. That's very neat. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is true, but I want to say Barco probably coined the bring your own meeting term, which we've been gravitating to yeah. and a lot of our clients are asking for it. I would agree with you that they probably <laughs> did. Um, they were talking about before uh, before COVID even started, um, before the whole pandemic started. So we were we were going down this road and we saw it and I think we've, uh, we've continued down that road. And it makes such a big difference in the end user experience of conference rooms and that bring your own meeting philosophy. I think a lot of our customers are really gonna latch onto and already have. Yeah. So, but what um, I've seen also with ClickShare is there's a new feature that helps with digital signage as well. Is that right? There is. So one of the newest features we have from customer requests is we have this great device that's sitting in our meeting room. So what can we do with it to leverage digital signage? Get messaging within the enterprise out to our out to our people when they are in the office. And one of the things Barca said is, let's get in with cloud-based digital signage providers. So we are connected to the leading cloud providers of digital signage. Basically, any signage provider that gives us a URL to our signage, we can put that into our device and show it into our meeting rooms when we're not using our ClickShare conference. That's fantastic. I also just want to give Barco a shout out as far as um, the values that you've always um, shown and exhibited with your company. They really align with Vistacom's values of integrity and hard work and and all those things. So um, just speak about what the Barco culture is like a little bit and how is it working for Barco? So Barco being a, um, a Belgium owned company based in the US, we have a lot of the Belgian values brought over into the United States that makes Barco um, a leader, I feel, in the industry, along with Vistacom here, of course, where do what's right for the customer and do what's right for the end user and we'll figure everything out later. Sure. So that's one of the biggest things that, that we feel is, is the most important. We want to do what's right. That's fantastic. All right, and if anything, what should our attendees here today take away from the show about Barco? Um, Barco's not just ClickShare. 
Everybody knows Barco is ClickShare, but we're much more. We're control rooms, we're video projection. We do some of the largest events in the world with our image processing and our projection that nobody really knows. They, we're the magic behind the scenes sometimes. You sure and, are. Uh, you know, there's a lot more to Barca than what you see um, with a little device. But Absolutely. that little device is amazing. It's, it, it sure it, is. It's brand it's a big difference in the world brand, already. Brand recognition and just the way it's simplified meetings is, is amazing. But yes. stop by, see what we have, and uh, we're happy to talk to you. Absolutely. Thank you again for being a gold sponsor. You're always a great partner of Vistacom. We're so happy to have you here. And just thanks for this interview. Absolutely. It. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and we're back. So I know John was actually put on the spot there as a last minute switcheroo for that interview. So kudos to him. Um, he's such an intelligent guy. Yeah, yeah, he really did. He really presses me every time I talk to him. Um, he uh, And he helps our team out. Um, I've noticed um, John comes in sometimes, he trains our employees, our technicians, and he really helps everyone understand the ins and outs of Barco's hardware and software technology. So shout out to him. Um, up next is Biamp featuring Brandon Roberts. So Leanna, you and Brandon kind of walk through the evolu evolution, if you will, of Biamp's audio technologies um, from DSP or digital signal processing to technologies that now support kind of the whole ecosystem. So specifically, their new Parlay conferencing bar has some impressive mic elements, some beam tracking, um, new 4K cameras included, and some intelligent AI noise cancellation. That's pretty cool. So um, you guys also dive into audio and acoustics best practices um, for hybrid conferencing, which is incredibly important to get right. Um, so let's, uh, let's jump right into it. Hello, everyone. Leanna Russell here at the Tech Talks interview space at the Vistacom Tech Expo. I'm joined here by Brandon Roberts, Director of Sales for Eastern U.S. at Biam. Thanks for joining us, Brandon. No problem. Glad to be here and support Vistacom Tech Show. That's yeah, you guys are always a great partner of Vistacom, so it's thank you for that. Um, I want to talk first about the buzz that's going around about your new Parlay conferencing bar. Tell us a little bit about that. Super exciting. Yeah, so a little history. You know, Biop has been known for their audio DSP in the past. We've evolved into microphones. We came up with our beam tracking and conferencing uh, microphones um, probably five years ago. It actually tracks the audio as people walk around the room, if they get up to the whiteboard. So what we've done is taken that technology and brought it to the small room. So the small, medium-sized conference rooms, we now have that incredible microphone technology in that space. So it's a, uh, it's called the Parlay Soundbar. Um, it's got 27 microphone elements. I think the standard like, for competition is about six. Wow. We've taken that, created three beam tracking zones, left, center, and right. It'll track you vertically and horizontally. If you get up to a whiteboard, it'll track your audio. If you're sitting down, it'll track your audio. So amazing quality for the far end to hear you. Um, we've added a 4K camera, 12 megapixel chip in there for good video quality. Um, and the amazing thing is we've added this AI noise cancellation algorithm that will get rid of any extraneous background noise. So um, it actually learns there. So if you're tapping on a keyboard or clicking a pen or there's sirens going by, it gets rid of all that. So super excited about that. And the sound in the room itself is amazing. So 60 millimeter drivers and passive radiators. So if you just want to play music or hear the far end, it's, it's basically 
uh, for the small and medium-sized conference room, the best-sounding conference uh, bar solution, bar none. We just recently had a demo of, at Vistacom, and I was awesome. thoroughly impressed. There were crinkling bags of chips, yep. putting a, the drill on, and from the far end, you couldn't hear a thing, and it was very impressive. Very so. It's amazing. I've been asked for something to get rid of the, the, the potato chip bag crinkling for years. I've been at Biome 13 years, and that Someone really finally was, figured it yeah, out. Figured it out, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, fantastic. Very cool, very cool. Biome has always been on the leading edge of anything audio, as you said. That's where you have historically always been. Um, I know that audio and sound is so important in the conference room and in the, in the workplace. Talk to us about some of the best practices that people should be considering when it comes to audio in the Great workplace. Question. Yeah, I'm, you can't forget about acoustics, right? So if you have a noisy room, it's going to be a noisy room. We can try to help fix that, um, get rid of some of the steady state noise. Um, but you really have to remember your acoustic. Remember soft, you know, carpeting. If everybody, you know, architects want to have a glass wall room with everything which looks cool, doesn't sound so great. So remember your acoustics. Um, we have some new technology that will um, help with that, and we have solutions for those rooms. We have a, uh, a way to commission the room sort of by itself. It's called Launch, where so you can get one of our uh, bundles, which includes microphones, DSP, speakers, all tuned together. You press one of these buttons, it's called Launch, and it will tune the room by itself. So very cool um, to do that where you, you don't have to spend time, uh, money, uh, trying to tune the room uh, with one of your technicians. So that's, sure. a, that's a nice feature that we can do with bundles. And the nice thing is that we sell these bundles as a kit. So you buy it all at one, you're not waiting for different parts and pieces, you know, with supply chain that you, you get the speakers, the microphones, um, the amplifier, the DSP, all in the box, connect it with category cables, press the button, you're good to go. That's a really neat feature, and I'm sure very helpful for, for everyone involved. Absolutely. Yeah. So recently, um, I know that Biamp has expanded beyond audio. Yes. Um, which is, um, I don't know how, how new that is, but it's it's been over the last few years. Yeah, it's, right? we've been expanding probably in the last five years at a tremendous rate. Um, Again, we started as an audio DSP company, uh, got into microphones with our beam tracking technology. Um, then we bought community loudspeakers. We have over 400 speaker types, so we can do everything from a stadium to a conference room to a, a bar or a restaurant. Wow. Um, that's really cool. We now have wireless collaboration tools, so sharing content um, uh, within within the space or as a, uh, as a group, we share content. We have a way to turn your microphone into a, I'm sorry, your, your cell phone into a microphone if you're in an auditorium. It's called CrowdMic, so it's a really cool product. Very neat. Um, so yeah, we've really expanded. We now have control. We bought a control company last year. We're rolling that out. So we really have complete solution there. Fantastic. And what do we have to look forward to in the future for Biamp? Uh, more expansion, more great stuff, absolutely. Um, the company is continuing to grow. When I started, I think we had uh, 140 people, like 900 people now. So, wow. really amazing. That's fantastic. Yep. Awesome. Um, and I know the elephant in the room for everyone here at the show today is, is availability um, and lead times, supply chain. Um, how's Biant faring with We're that? We're actually amazing. Um, That's great. We've done, Rashid has done an amazing job of, of making risk buys. We've had to redesign products with different chips. 
But we have products available. Products are shipped uh, in one or two weeks. Most of our DSP, our microphones, there's tons of speakers available. So I kudos to all the people on the manufacturing side and the resource and procurement for all these chips and the, having to redesign stuff for this chip. And oh, we ran out of that chip, so we're going to get this one. And it's been a tough year, but um, we've done a great job and we have products. So if you want to give you product help, you finish jobs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We would love that. That's amazing, though. So congrats to uh, Biam yeah, really for dealing that. with that. It's a great time. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what is one takeaway that our attendees at the Tech Expo should take away with them um, from Biamp today? Uh, growing availability is probably the big thing, as you just pointed out. We have product, we're shipping product, uh, speakers, DSP, microphones, um, our new sound bars are, are, have started shipping. Uh, so that's probably the biggest thing, availability right now. So we have stuff to ship. So super excited about going into 23 and helping you guys finish jobs and get out and get paid. We're excited too. Biomp has been always been a great partner of Vistacoms. We appreciate your gold sponsorship this year. We appreciate your participation at the Expo. Everyone, make sure you go check out Biomp's booth. And thank you so much, Brandon, for being appreciate with me today. It. Thank you. What I really love about Brandon is how he translates the importance of audio really, really yeah. well. And Biamp always seems to be on the forefront of developing the next gen of intelligent audio tech. So they're definitely someone to keep your eye on. All right, next up is Mr. Dan Gundry with ViewWall, who we know all too well. Josh, you got to catch up with our friend Dan on what's going on. At yes, so anyone who knows Dan knows he's genuinely fantastic at explaining complex technology. And he looks pretty good in a view all shirt, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> so what I noticed is that you guys really drill into the real power of ViewWall's multi-room visualization processor, their pack video wall node, touching on what increasing modularity allows organizations to do, as well as their TRX centralized management which simplifies virtual configuration, data management, and distribution. So let's see what you two talked about. Hi everyone, Josh here, a host of Tech Unraveled. We are at our Tech Talk setup at the Vistacom Tech Expo 2022. Joined with me is Dan Gundry um, with ViewWall. Dan, thanks for joining me today. Very excited as always to be a Tech Expo. Yeah, it's already a great show. Um, so. Dan, tell me, what is ViewWall featuring at the Tech Expo this year? Um, what can people see if they're here walking around? So ViewWall, as an organization, is going to be showing two things in our booth. Uh, one is PAC, which is our relatively new flagship product. It's a node-based, network-based architecture uh, for AV over IP and for video wall control. So kind of what's the industry challenge that ViewWall is solving with PAC and then with your TRX as well? Yeah, so the concept of node-based video wall architectures has been around for eight to ten years. Uh, Barco really started off that initiative way back in its day. Um, it blossomed into the concept of AV over IP today, right. although organizations have been doing that for a longer period of time, specifically in the command and control environment. So what we're doing is we're taking the things that those organizations have done really well and we're building upon it. So a very robust uh, very modular, very scalable approach 
um, but taking that command and control concept and applying it not just within command and control, but also into traditional AV video walls and spaces. Yeah, so I think the word modular is something that you know, people kind of have a, an interest in, and it's something that I don't think is talked about enough. Can you explain kind of what modular means in terms of PACS capabilities as compared to traditional video wall controllers? Yeah, so the concept of modularity, scalability, those are kind of buzzwords that have been around. Yeah, you definitely need exactly. to define it for the individual space or the individual application. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll paint the picture. Uh, again, depending upon the space, it could be a, a conference room, a boardroom, a lobby, a command and control environment. Really, the, the, it applies to any of those spaces. Maybe I have a, a single display. I've got a 98-inch 4K display that's serving as my... As, as my digital signage player or right. my content. Then I can graduate to a two wide by two high LCD flat panel video wall. Or in a command and control environment, you might have a, a four wide by two high video wall. Right. Or an LED wall or whatever the size of your display is, wherever it may be within your experience center or on your campus or inside your control room environment, we can bring content there that that features that. The, the modularity component is in the hardware. The hardware is based upon whether I need a single output, two outputs, four outputs, multiple outputs, and I can put that device wherever it needs to go, and we've made it compact enough that it can hide behind the display. So you don't need to then extend it out with other pieces of hardware, other cable infrastructure, which adds complexity, adds cost, and adds additional points of failure. Right, yeah. So I think the value there really can't be overstated. And I think inherent to what modularity is, is flexibility, sure. right? So it allows that, that flexibility within your environment. And that's the conversation around, con uh, around, around system architecture, yeah. right? About how we actually build out and architect the systems. The other piece about scalability and modularity uh, that's important, Josh, is content, yeah, right? Exactly. So content becomes very important in this conversation. And, and understanding what the content is and where it lives also differentiates ViewWall and our perspective on AV over IP and video wall processing from other players that are out there in the market. Right, got it. So on that, um, ViewWall has a different perspective on the term AV over IP, so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so right now traditional AV over IP environments is I have a source device that could be a PC, or a server, or a cable TV tuner, satellite TV tuner, some type of appliance, right, that then spits out a video signal that are then taken in my AV over IP input device, i.e. an encoder, that then controls it over the network out to, you know, the output side of it, decoders on the other side. What ViewWall is saying is, we don't need that physical device if it's a web page, if it's an RTSP camera stream, a multicast stream, if it's an, IT, uh, an IPTV stream. So depending upon where that content lives, we want to grab it as natively as possible. And that's a real differentiator because I don't have all that extra cost. I don't have all those extra devices that I need to worry about rack mounting and power and you know redundancy. Yeah. I don't have to worry about managing all those devices. And I can get that content in a more reliable fashion. So when we start talking about AV over IP, we're not talking about a traditional sense, we're talking about it in a very flexible, modular sense. Yes, yes. yeah. All right, great. Um, so Vistacom has two types of clients, right? So we have AV end users, and then our control room clients, or those who are building out operations center. How does ViewWall serve both of those clients? Yeah, so I've gotten to know those clients pretty well yeah. over my last uh, <laughs> 20 years. 
Um, and they are different types of consumers. So uh, not to put a knock on controller room end users, um, but they're more focused on their mission and their task at hand of whatever the control room environment is that they deal with. So they're not the experts on the technology. So they seek out partners like Vistacom. They seek out hopefully trusted partners such as Viewall. Whereas AV consumers, um, those tech managers, they spend time at shows like this, shows like Infocom, getting educated on the market. So you need to be able to apply that to both of them uh, in, in terms of meeting them where their needs are from a technical standpoint, from, a, from, an, from an explanation standpoint, education right. standpoint. Where Viewall meets those two needs is one, we'll be as technical and into the weeds as you need to. We can stay as high level as we need to. The product in and of itself applies to both worlds. It's born out of command and control, which means that it's born out of mission critical. But nowadays, that concept of mission critical or business critical has now permeated everything that we do in the AV space, yeah, right? Absolutely. Meetings are now business critical. If, if your video conferencing system is down, you can't actually do business for that particular length of time. Uh, so we've been bringing that mission criticality from command and control into AV video walls, into AV environments. Yeah, I think a lot of times we talk about these two types of users as you know siloed, separate, different markets. But like you said, a lot of the times, you know, it is very mission critical what corporations are doing sure. or what universities are doing, and that yep. they do intersect a lot. Um, I want to talk a little bit about TRX. Um, when I first was introduced to Viewall, I remember seeing a demo of TRX, and I was quite frankly blown away by it. So tell me a little bit about the features of it, um, what makes it different than similar products, and what makes it easy to use and intuitive. Yeah, so, so I think, um, so, so TRX is, uh, I guess the best way to find it is it's the traffic cop uh, that manages all the technologies, it routes all the signals, it handles the roles and permissions, yeah. and is also um, our user uh, interface. Uh, so from a user interface, it's extremely intuitive and easy, yeah. one. Um, in terms of the traffic cop side of the house, the back end of it, the secret sauce ingredients is that uh, it's very graphic, um, very graphical in nature, but, but the secret sauce of it is that we can not just route our signals, but we can also route other AV over IP signals. So this is the interoperability and overlay part of our platform and part of our pitch, which is if you have SDVOE that's already in your organization, um, we can actually overlay our system on top of it and we can route it accordingly. We can bring it into our video wall environment as well natively. We can bring it into our AV over IP system natively. So what we're saying is you don't have to throw out the AV over IP architecture that you have right now. We can overlay and interoperate with it. Yeah, and I again, it's it's super easy to use and intuitive, and I, I haven't seen a platform like that yet where I was that impressed by the demo that I got, so definitely check it out. Um, lastly, for, um, for those who might be planning a video wall upgrade or um, something similar to that, what are the most important things that they need to know, they need to consider? So I think the, the easy answer there is, 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 is content, right? So when we're designing video walls, and again, it depend, doesn't matter what the application is, right. I think people underestimate the content side. They think it's a lobby wall, it's always gonna be this you know, bright sign player that's running this content, and that's great. And that might apply for today. That might apply for 90%, 95, 98% of your use cases. But we encourage clients to think beyond that. You know, If there's an incident, even if it's something benign like weather, you might want that 
that that to now have a, an RSS scroll with you know the the weather of the day, closures, other information. Maybe you want to tie it into uh, to life safety. It's not a true life safety device, but you want to tie it in to augment life safety. Um, maybe in two years you might you know you might have a new product that's launching in eighteen months or whatever. So you might want to have another you know piece. So think beyond the immediate need of your content. In command and control, we start talking about, okay, talk to me about blue skies, everything is normal business operations, what's your content for that? Plus, what's your content for first shift, second shift, weekends, et cetera? Yeah. Um, but doing a project for MBTA up in Boston, for instance, over the years, they had different content for when there was a home Patriots game. That's important information for you to plan for. What are the incidents that you're managing that you need to adapt content for? Yeah. That's probably the most critical thing, whether it's an AV application or a control room application. Think through the content, not just for today, everything's fine, but what the future holds. Really comes down to content at the end of the day, it I does. guess. <laughs> Scalability, modularity. Yeah, there it is. Yep. All right, well, thanks, Dan, so much for joining me, and uh, I hope you guys have a great show, and uh, we'll catch up uh, a little bit later. Always a pleasure, Josh. All right, Dan. Thanks. Appreciate it. Take thanks. care. All right, well, thanks to Dan for explaining to us all what ViewWall has to offer lately. Um, and I really enjoyed that conversation because Dan really expanded on the importance of managing your content, whether it's in a conference room and enterprise wide communications or video wall and mission control or um, any control room applications. So great conversation. Um, okay, so there you have it, everybody. Um, that was it. We hope you all got some value out of sitting down um, with our gold and, and platinum sponsors in this Tech Talks podcast series straight from our Vistacom Tech Expo 2022. A big thanks to the experts with all of the manufacturers we talked with. Um, Leanna, this was a lot of interviewing, so we got to get used to this. <laughs> I know. I'm just happy we made it through without any major slip-ups. <laughs> it can be hard to keep up with some of these intelligent folks in pro-AV, but hey. I, I Yeah, well, I think so too. Okay, everyone, what do you think? Let us know if you think these Tech Talk sit-down interviews were valuable and if we should do them again in 2023. Alrighty, well, in our ne next episode of Tech Unraveled, we'll be talking in more depth with one of the manufacturers you heard in this episode. Here are three words to give you a little hint, video, interop, and healthcare. So be sure to join us next time to unravel more tech in the pro AV. And just remember, you can't spell Tech Unraveled without AV. All right, bye everyone.